Oh, hey there. It's Reverend Scott. You might remember me as backup singer for Kenny G and Millie Vanilli, but today I come to you as a fan of the Outside the Cinema podcast. For the last five years, Outside the Cinema has provided high-quality cult movie reviews every week without missing a week, and they do it all for free. But as you know, free isn't a lot of money. In order to upgrade equipment in the studio and give you the best podcast ever, we're going to need your help. Jump on the Kickstarter.com and search Outside the Cinema to become part of history. Got a movie or top six list you can't wait to hear? How about a limited edition OTC t-shirt? Want a guest host on the show or have Bill and Chris and myself do a commentary track to any movie you want? Well, now you can. You can get more info at Facebook.OutsideTheCinema.com or listen what Cinema Diabolical's very own F-13 had to say. Here's the deal. We need cash to move the gear and get a little bit more gear. If you like the show and you want to keep hearing it, then donate. If not, f*** you, I'll go on vacations. Next. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know. It's your shitty kid. You fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on... Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So where do you think it goes? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Yeah. All right. Look at You're that. You're an idiot. That was a flawless transition. That was so nice. God, Whoa. that is a great production assistant we hired. Yes. I. Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Like, the, the, the that week. so fat. Fuck. Yeah, that chair is not flattering. No, it's not. Does this God chair damn. add 15 pounds? That fat fuck. When I walk down the street, people say, God damn. Damn. That is a fat fuck. fuck. <laughs> Anywhoosies. How's everybody doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Did you get the flowers? Yes. That was awkward. Yeah. Well. So anyway, uh, I worked. My, one of my kids is sick. So she decided to talk to me. Here, let me get this. That's awesome. If. If uh, if this is her, if the mi- if the microphone is my daughter, normal talking distance is like yeah. Wait, let me get that on the camera. There we go. Yeah, you know, personal space wise. I'll you know you know what? How about I have a better range? How about this? This okay. is this is you can see yes. this is personal. Here's, here's how she decided. Here's how she decided to talk to me yesterday. Hey, Dad! Right into my mouth. Nice. She talked. Into like, my face. Like Louis C.K.'s kid. Yeah. Story I'm like, you know, you are getting me sick as you talk, and she just laughs at me. I'm taking you down too, motherfucker. Like, oh, whatever. All That's right. That's nice. So if you're too sick to watch ponies this weekend, I'll be fine. 
Okay, calm down, I'll Bubba Smith. That. I'll be fine. Yeah. You shut your dirty fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching those ponies. All right, nerds. I like that. That was wicked cute. <laughs> she she was sitting at her little table, and we were eating pizza, and we're trying to decide what to watch. I think we were watching, um, I don't know, we were watching the news. Was it maybe snow coverage? C-SPAN I don't even know. It was Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I've had enough of this woman. And uh, she just turned around with this shit-eating grin on her face and just, she didn't stop in between anything. It just flowed straight through. Okay, nerds, let's watch some ponies. Nice. So we haven't talked since the blizzard, have we? No, because no, that was like Friday and Saturday or last. Yeah, week. and it, and it was it was it was almost fifty today, and the snow's still here. Yeah, I know that's a lot of snow. So yeah, um, little tragedy. I'm going to bring the show down a little bit. Okay, uh, and then we'll bring it back up. Little tragedy um, happened in my town. Um, during not during the snow, but just before it, but the snowstorm definitely had an effect on. Um, well, my um, my um, one of the families that my wife knows um, uh-huh. and my daughter's good friends with one of the kids. Um, the dad was he's 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 older. He's sixties, like like sixty four, sixty five. Okay. Um, last week, early before the storm, a couple of days before the storm, he was in a car accident. So the hospital comes out. Um, so for some reason, a um, couple of days later, I think it was the day before the storm, maybe the Thursday or late Wednesday, whatever, he, um, his wife went out to run an errand, um, and he wanders out of the house. There are woods behind the house. Was he, um, he wasn't Well, that's there, the thing. Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's just like they, they released him from the hospital and everything. So, okay. um, but apparently he just, he went for a walk. But and, he doesn't have Alzheimer's. Or no, 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 like no, that. no, not okay. at all. Okay. No, no, not at all. It was, you know, the only thing that was wrong with him is he had recently been in a car accident. Okay. Was he still on medication? Um, you think? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I okay. Don't know. Sorry. Well, the thing is though, he wandered around in the woods behind his house and was missing for several days. Ooh. Um, yeah. Right fun, before the storm. Right before the storm. So when it hit that 24 hours where they're going to start to look. Yeah. It was like. You know, during the storm. So there was no way they could look. So they think he died um, before the storm because he was under so much snow. Um, and they found him yesterday. It was it was terrible. Oh. My, my daughter got a text from the kid. I won't be in school tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And wow. Olivia was really, because Olivia sees him like every week. And then uh. um, she sees, you know, the dad. So she's like, this is like the first time that someone she's known uh, has died. You okay. know, she hasn't even really experienced a family member who's passed away. Wow. But this is someone who's died and died fucking horribly. Yeah, that's you know? Yeah. Um so real I'm sorry to bring everybody down and, and shit, but just um I just had to uh I, I just had to throw that out there and talk about the storm a little bit. Yeah, that's it really hindered, you know, gruesome. search efforts and stuff like that. It's just terrible. Terrible. So we have nowhere to go but up with this show now. So sorry about that. But have you heard um, our show? Yeah, that's true. We're very depressing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the storm was. Um, I mean, aside from that stuff going on, um, in the house for all of Friday, all of Saturday. Yep. I went. I didn't go out of the house to even think about shoveling until Saturday night. When did we go? We. I don't remember what day we did it, but we waited until the snow was done. Yeah, we were late. I was out. I was outside about 
seven or eight o'clock on Saturday night, and I did like ninety yeah, percent of my driveway. It was Saturday that yeah. that we did it. Yeah. It ended. We went out about two two thirty. Oh yeah. And uh, the girls were out with us for about a half hour. Did the dogs go out? No, no. Oscar has problems with her knees and hips. Yeah, she she um. Wish I could use that excuse. Well, at some point she ran herself into injury uh, that yeah. can't really be repaired. Uh, that's too bad. So, you know, Boo probably would have liked to have gone out. Yeah, Boo's named after monsters, and Oscar's <laughs> named after a character from a Japanese cartoon. Um. And I'm all sick and stuffed up, so I'm going to sound weird today. Um, Boo would have liked to have gone out, but like keeping track of yeah. two kids and a dog, even if the dog was chained up, was more than we wanted to do while we were yeah. shoveling. We had we had um, we had the dog out for a while. She she's pretty good about staying around the house. Yeah. So um, and she loved. <laughs> I mean, she went out and it was like up to her neck. Oh yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even see her body. All you saw was this <laughs> this head, like, and then like her body would explode out of the snow oh, and then go back down, and then you just see her head. It was pretty funny. Frankie huh. thought it was a riot. Yeah. And this was his first really really big snow. This is the first one the girls it have was ever awesome. seen. They're gonna yeah. be five, and this was the first real snowstorm. When we when I was driving them to school, they uh. They told me I couldn't drive because there was snow still on the side of the streets. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't understand. This is what winter's supposed to look yeah. like from like end of November to my to like birthday March. in April. This is what yeah. it looks like. I said, you've never seen snow like this. They they have no yeah. idea. Now, what did you think? I, I I heard a lot of people complaining about the governor's travel ban. It uh-huh. was literally it was basically four o'clock on Friday to four o'clock on Saturday. Right. Okay. And I start, saw a bunch of different little things online about people getting pissed off about the travel ban. You want my opinion of those people? Yeah. Fuck them. Fucking morons. Yeah. Okay. Because if they're and I hope that one of you is listening Whatever. to this because you're a fucking dolt. If you're dumb enough to complain about the driving ban. You were dumb enough to fucking drive in it, so the governor saved your life. Yeah. Shut, and I'll tell you, you know up. what? Julie, on Sunday, Julie, uh, with all the fucking shit going on with my cars and stuff yeah. like that, Julie had a flat tire on Sunday. <coughs> the tow oh. truck driver told her that some guy, over like during the storm, I mean, this guy had been like driving and doing, doing like towing and stuff for like 24 hours. Right. Some guy in the storm, um, didn't want, uh, just pulled off to the side of the road. And chose to walk. He ended up getting hit by a plow and killed. Ugh. It's like, what the fuck? Why the fuck are you outside? And you know what, though? If he had stayed in his car, <laughs> he probably would have been a little bit safer. He would have died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Probably, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no safe thing. The best thing that happened from this is it closed everything. Yeah. Except, except for... Your Dunkin' Donuts here and there, your CVS or Walgreens. No, but... No, no, that had... I saw this on the news. Oh, yeah? That had employees there that decided, we're going to stay here because the plow drivers are going to need stuff. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. If I worked a convenience store and I had the choice of, you know, working 36 hours straight and only helping a random, you know, plow driver every five hours... Okay, fine. Put a sign up. Wake me up when you come in. Yeah, knock. I. Um, but other than that, I mean, AMC would have opened because the storm in two thousand three that that was worse uh, than yeah, this I one. Remember that when we were all like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I called what? Karen and Paula were there, and I said, 
do you need anything? They said, do you have peanut butter, fluff, and bread? <laughs> and I brought it, but fucking morons showed up to see movies. Yeah, and I remember being there with Curtis, and yeah. he'd called regional, and they said, hang in there. He's like, hang in there. Hang in there. And, 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 he, and he hung up the phone. He grabbed yeah. the keys to the video games yeah. and said, let's go. And we played hundreds of dollars worth yeah. of free video games for hours because there was nothing to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You get and the this, one random idiot in a Camaro that thinks he's better than the storm. You know and what? That's it. But I, I just thought that it was, it was, it was. You saw pictures of like in New York and stuff like that, where the streets were fucking littered with cars. In and Connecticut, there was no travel in ban. Connecticut or Rhode Island or both. I don't know. They, they, the streets still were clear by Sunday. Yeah. How the fuck does that? How are you in charge of a state? And you, I mean. Liberal, Democrat, Republican, conservative, or whatever, Patrick did the right thing. Most definitely. Most, we, and I'll tell you, you know what? I, I mean, like I said, I saw a bunch of it online, and I think that folks who, folks who remember 1978, yeah. I think, um, I think that they can remember. I mean, they remember the cars. All over the fucking highway, right out here, right on the highway. Yeah, there. that's right one on of the, the famous yeah. shots. Is exactly right. right. Yeah, one one twenty eight. Hundreds of cars. They just said they had stuck. to abandon them. Yeah, because yeah. they can't fucking move. Just yep. stay off. Where the fuck do you have to go? But that well, I think that hit at rush hour, didn't it? Is that isn't that what it was? It hit at rush so, hour. No, no, no. It it hit later because I remember. I don't. I don't remember, I remember exactly. You were a little older than I. Yeah, was. Yeah, I remember watching. Um, what were you ten? I was, yeah, I was almost okay. 10. I was nine. I was almost 10. And I remember watching Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and my uh -huh. mom was working, and my dad, we were watching it in my parents' room. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and it was snowing out, and, yep. you know, my dad being on the phone, it's just like, yeah, mom's, you know, snow's getting really bad, so mom's going to stay. You know that shopping center in Revere, uh, Northgate Shopping Center? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There used to be a Howard Johnson's there. Okay. She waited tables there. Oh. And she had to... Um, oh, yeah, you told yeah, me I, this. I told you yeah. that she had to stay in the hotel next yeah. door where the, you know, there's a Japanese restaurant Busy now. Techie. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, she was gone for like three or four days. Yeah. And my neighbor had to go get her on a snowmobile. So, but... But um, now we have the technology to be able to see this stuff days ahead of time. Yeah. So the planning, no one... Should have died. No, and I'll and, and I'll tell you, I have no problem with with the band. And I'll tell you, quite frankly, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It was so you know what? quiet. It was it was great. And yeah. you know what was really really interesting? Huh. Um, like Friday afternoon or something like that. Before it really started, you know, before yeah. it it really started. I went across the street. Um, we got a couple of bundles of wood just in case we lost power. Um, we could just, you know, light a fire in the fireplace right. and stuff like that. So, um, otherwise we were pretty well covered with supplies. We had our 52 gallons of milk and, right, right. uh, cause we're in new England and you need to you need wipe milk, milk and milk. bread. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it was really interesting cause everybody was doing the same thing. Right. Everybody was preparing for the storm and doing their whole thing. And it struck me. And I talked to Olivia about this as we were walking home, um, that aside from a, a, a holiday, like a major holiday, like Christmas yeah. or something like that. Wait, we did talk did about, we this, talk last about week. this Yeah. Yeah, because then I remember Friday night, when the, the storm hit Friday night, right? Yeah. yeah. I was sitting here 
we're just looking out the window watching the snow. You know what it was? Because right, it was that Thursday. It was yeah. Thursday, and I, I texted you saying, "Oh, yeah. the snow's already starting a little bit." Yeah, yeah. It, so it, it must have been. It must have been that day when we talked about that whole community, right. like that whole shared experience. Yep. That, yep. Um, and that you don't get too much anymore these days. But the way the way the snow just shut everything down, and it made your house like an island. Yeah. Like. Yeah, there's the internet and cable and all that stuff. Yeah. But it was like, you know, you turn the heat up just a little bit more and it gets real cozy and everybody sits around and you all watch a movie. I made like two things of popcorn. Yeah, we, we just... watched a couple movies. We had the Wii Olympics. Yeah, and it's know? just it's just a whole different thing. And that's, I, I think that, that, that there's a certain group of people that can't do that family time thing because people don't know how to interact with each other. I just, I just think because that, they're like, oh my god, the parking ban's lifted, and like they just go out anywhere. It doesn't matter. Where. I can understand not wanting to be, you know, stuck inside. But the people who were just like, like it was a human rights violation that he put in this, the, the this travel ban. Everything if, was closed. Where the fuck were people going to go? Right. I actually got there was a, a uh, an automated phone call from Starbucks. Please let your manager know you're okay. I'm like, okay, wow, yeah. Yeah, they do. They do an interesting job wow. about you know taking care of their. Yeah, the, the guy you work for, because I'm going to keep everything as un, as anonymous yeah. as possible. He had posted something about how they were caring and like they were going to open and close at certain times. And because I know him, I thought it was all sarcastic. Yeah, and I'm like, no, but they no, but yeah, they really yeah yeah the company does a decent job. Were you guys closed Saturday? Um, they were closed. All day Saturday, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. I typically don't work on a Saturday. The uh, but the movie was... theater was open like at five <sighs> or four. Like, and, and how busy was they were open, They did like 45 people that whole time. But they had a lot of people like out shoveling and stuff like that. Well, then so, bring the employees in, but don't open. 45 people is not worth it. Exactly. I, I thought that, that, I mean, they could have, you know what, bring in four or five people to shovel, get a couple, yeah. you know, get a pizza. You know, right. wh- whatever. Throw and a then, Blu-ray in your digital thing, right? Just so, yeah. but um, but yeah, but they did like forty something. Did they people. did they shovel the roof? There was nothing on the roof. Yeah, really. Yeah, the roof was wow. was fine. Okay, so, huh? Because uh, we were closed Friday and Saturday. Yeah, just safety. You know, schools had canceled. So once the school groups yeah. all cancel. We were, we had no uh, my kids had no school on uh, Monday yeah. because of snow on the roof and stuff. Right, like and that, you so. you had a school. One of those schools, I remember yeah. Where, where they, last year it was either last year or two years ago. Yeah, uh, where yeah roof caved in. So yeah. craziness yeah. weather, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that's our blizzard. Not a you know I don't want another one. I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, it's supposed to snow tonight through into tomorrow, like three to six inches in Is our it? area. That's one weather model says that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I just zoned out there for a second. Yeah, I'm really kind of. It's been a. It's been a very busy week at work. I've had a lot. We have. A, we had a movie ending. We had a replacement print come in that needed two trailers on it, and we. We have a uh, a new print starting, so there's all this prep work that needed to get done, and I'm helping Bill with the with the the Kickstarter for outside yeah. the cinema. There's not going to be so much in terms of snow. Well, 
one model says that. One other computer model says like nine inches. Yeah, it says nine. You know, that must that must be some guy saying, you know, because most men really don't have an idea what nine inches is. <laughs> it's really like five and a half. Right. <laughs> so um, anyway, um, uh, Astro, we... what meteor hit Russia? Something like that. Did yeah. you hear anything about that? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Um, what's interesting to me is that um, one of the questions that was asked was, how come so many people caught this on their on their cameras? And it's because a majority of people in Russia have dash cams. Oh, really? For accidents and uh, scams. I guess people get scammed a lot in Russia. Yeah, yeah. So it's there for protection. That's why... Like there's so much video of it. Interesting. It's, I didn't. I haven't seen any video. I saw it got. I saw one. It got really, really bright. Like, like looking into a floodlight. Really. Like, and then it's it's just smoke. And I guess the sonic boom blew out windows for like a cool. mile. So really, media just slammed into Russia. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Now there's going to be an alien, or a superhero. Yeah. They, well, they better. Well, they'll be Russian, so it'll be a villain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will curse you. Uh, but I'm wondering, uh, and I've seen a couple other people raise the the same question, It does it have anything to do with the other one that passed close to Earth? Was that part of it? I, I and, and, saw some blurb that they weren't related. Uh, I don't. I'm almost as vicious as that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's what the, that's <laughs> the, the new Chinese long-range missile it's a fucking rock. <laughs> it's a rock, yeah. Uh, they sent it out to the moon, and it just looped back. Uh, it's the Charlie. It's the Charlie. Actually, that'd Brown. be the, the North Korean. It's a right? Charlie uh, Brown weapon system. Yeah, I got a rock. And when, rock. Right as it's going to hit the Earth, the Earth moves yeah, out yeah, of the exactly. way. Exactly. Hey, speaking of the Middle East, I uh, saw Argo. Were we talking about the Middle East? You mentioned East? Iraq. Iraq. Oh, so um, fair enough. Yeah, I saw Argo. Yeah. Really good. Huh. Really, really good. It's one of those movies that um, I got to give a lot of credit to Ben Affleck. Okay. Because it's it's t- I think it's tough to tell a story that w- where the ending is known, like what's going to happen, especially with a true story. You like know Apollo the ending. 13 and Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, Valkyrie or something like that, where right, you know the right, ending. I right. mean, Titanic, there was no tension. No. There was no, like, it, it wasn't, I don't know, at, the, at times I felt like some of the victims in Titanic, it's just like, oh, God, when is this going to be over? Right, You right. know, I was rooting for the iceberg at, at one point. Yeah. So, um, but you you know the ending. And, I mean, and but Titanic, Titanic you know does a different to be To be fair, you know the ending. Not everybody watching would. Well, fuck them. They don't deserve to know. <laughs> They don't well no, but but you know what though? If that's the case, then they don't deserve to enjoy the experience of seeing this movie. Well what if they're too young? What if they're like seventeen or eighteen years old? They didn't even know that shit happened. I don't care. So <laughs> um knowing the ending. Yeah. All right. Um knowing it's a true story, knowing the ending, 
and still like like being up like being tense and feeling that like oh shit are they gonna do it are they gonna do it oh my god oh my shit shit they gotta go oh my god the car's near the fucking plane just get get the plane in this you know like that whole fucking thing it was so and and then there's there's one half of your brain going Will you shut the fuck up? They're going to yeah. be fine. It's like when I watched United 93. It's like, oh, they're going to get through the door. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. No, they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. All right, they got a plan. All right, yeah. kick ass. Oh, 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 never mind. Oh, fuck. You know, seriously. And Cause, so, yeah, because then like on the third hit, you're like, oh, wait, I remember how this ends. Yeah. So I give Horrible. a lot of credit, and I see why it's getting all sorts of awards. Everyone is, is um, like fantastic, and it's a great Good. movie. It really keeps you engaged. Good. It's really, really good. Really, really interesting. Nice. Uh, I know it's early, but I really got to pee, so we're going to do right. a break. Um, let me unmute that. And let's find it. Where is it? I got to make sure I do the right thing here. Ah, shit. <laughs> Fucking horrible. I had it. Where did it go? It's not that one. It's not that one. Here it is. I found it. This is the Art of War. Brand new song. I'm standing. Twist my mind up in knots with all the things that you said I try my best to ensure that we can all get along You're invested in drama, proving everyone wrong Now I've come to the point where I can't take anymore Take it up by myself to start a personal war Throw the gloves down in spite of maybe get in a fight All I know is I'll try to do whatever's right
All right. So I don't know how the I don't know how the level was on that. So if it if it doesn't sound good when I go back and listen to it, I'm just going to drop in the uh, the audio file so it sounds better. Hey, so remember my car got was a big fucking mess. Yeah. Well, she's back, or he actually his back back in the shop or back. No, no, I got it. (laughs) Good. Yeah. And what so, was what was wrong this time? There was, um, you know, like where the axle meets the wheel, and there's some connection there. Well, you know, that was just shit. It's uh, just shitty now. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's all better now. It took a while Good. to find the parts, and the storm got in the way of delivery. But yeah. So it's all set. So uh, that was good. Major. Uh, major. Major thanks to uh, Scott for helping out with that. Um, could you go back to that then and now thing? Please, yeah. So I could see. I, who, you know, I don't. I, uh, it's it's a, it's a oh, vampire's yeah. werewolves, oh, which yeah. is. I, why do people get so worked up about I that really shit? I really don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, great. So vampires used to be scary. You know, look, the picture of the one that's on there? Shitty looking vampire. When I, where did I put my fucking bottle opener? I don't know. First sign that you're drinking too much. God damn it. No, it means I'm there not drinking enough. I, there's no point in getting upset about, first of all, uh, Twilight compared to vampire movies. Because Twilight's, you know, Twilight, I don't care what they say. They're not vampires. Well, you know what? They don't matter. If you don't care about them, they don't matter. Right. I mean, none of it matters. They're just not, I mean, they're not on my radar. And you know how I feel about if you're going to use a particular genre as a vehicle for telling your story, you should stay within the parameters of that genre. But Eh, whatever. You don't have to, though. Because, Because then how does it ever grow and change? Well, look at what it grew and changed into. They're sparkly. Well, for now. But you know what? Bela Lugosi didn't have fangs. So. Yeah, but he was dressed like a fucking pimp. Yo. He was. He was. But then it's aliens and it's the queen alien and then it's the avatar alien. And it's like, okay. So yeah. two different stories. Two different types of aliens. I mean. <sighs> I know. Seriously. They could have. I don't. I, I mean, the alien one, I think, is unfair. Well, yeah, they're both Cameron. Right. And actually, Cameron did say at one point that those two things could exist in the same universe. Of course they could. But I just... Because they would both be alien to a third <laughs> planet. But I just... I, like, like uh, what is it? Beautiful Creatures. Right? I don't care. I, it's not on my radar. It doesn't You know what? It doesn't matter. I actually, Julie's reading the book. She says the book's I heard the good. books were good um, if you're into that kind and of And I kind of dig the story, but there's one thing that that bothers me about it. I know is what that, it is. What? It's Jeremy Irons. No, not at all. No. <laughs> and I like seeing Emma Thompson as the bad guy. She could be good. I like her, yeah. Um, because she doesn't usually do that. I no. mean, she's Nanny Mc, McPhee for I fuck's sake. I can't stand that. Okay? Uh, but uh, my point is that she's usually, you know, kind of sugar-coated and whatnot, yeah. which is a really interesting idea. But anyway. Um, what, sugar-coating Emma, Emma Thompson? Thompson? <laughs> 20 years ago, maybe. Um, I don't know. She looked pretty good in Better Black 3. Anyway, um, yeah. what gets me about it is that it's a whole big fucking crazy journey to what is an you know, inevitable happy ending. Well, yeah. 
you know, good uh, triumphs over evil, love conquers all, blah, blah, blah. Can we just have one of these movies where evil fucking wins? Yeah, The Mist. You got that. That happened. Yeah, 1982, the, whatever the, the fuck it was. <laughs> the Mist was like 2008. There wasn't there a Mist movie? That was The Fog. Uh, no, I thought there was a Mist movie. Uh, Empire Strikes Back was pretty down. Yeah, but um, that was a sequel. That doesn't count. Well, that was also the midpoint of the storyline, too. So Yeah, so that, that doesn't really care. <laughs> what is your phone talking about? Um, what else? What else had down endings? There was something. I forget. I yeah, and Empire Strikes Back doesn't count because it was the middle of a, of, of a trilogy. Yeah, that's like saying, oh, the middle of this book's awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, finish okay, the so, book. Okay, so, all right, all right. Uh, Star Wars rumor time. Uh, the John Noble rumor. I don't know if I said this last week. Untrue. He has John a, Noble. Who the fuck is that? Uh, what's his face from uh, Fringe? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not that. That's okay. not a true thing. Um, the new rumor is Harrison Ford, Ford says, okay, to come back as Han Solo. Okay. Uh, to that I say I could give a shit. I love Han Solo and I'll be perfectly happy with that. I I don't I'd I, be really interested to see what they do with that. You know what? He needs to he needs to not be involved in action scenes because I saw Indiana Jones and he made me tired. I'm you know what he needs I'm he in. needs to tan, he needs to get some sun and he needs to focus his eyes on something because yeah. I also watched Cowboys versus Aliens and he was kind of like, "Ooh, what's going on here? I have a horse." He was just it's like he wasn't there. But it should just be cameos. It should just they all of them, Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, all of them should just be Well, did go. the report? I just saw the headline of the report about it's him. It's not confirmed. I mean, they so. didn't right. Plus, I mean, they didn't go into deep story about what. I mean, Right. About what he's going to do. Right. So, yeah. All right. You know, it may just be a cameo. I, I hope so. But I'll tell you, though, you know what? If they're going to cameo Luke, Leia, Han, to me, that's kind of chicken shit. That's kind of throwing them in there. Well, just to say, like, as a tip of the hat kind of thing, like putting Nimoy in Star Trek. No, Nimoy was central to the plot. Ugh. There was a plot to that movie. Shut the fuck up. Because this is the same guy doing the Star Wars movie. I so, know. He didn't the thing is, script, like, like Leia, Leia can just be in a transmission from the Senate. She can, Mon Mothma can be dead. Akbar can be away. She can be in charge. That's it. Right? She doesn't need to be more than that. Obviously, you're going to have Jedi in this movie because you can't have a Star Wars movie without a lightsaber. Well, you can when they make a Boba Fett movie, but he could be chasing Jedi because he hates right. those fuckers. Um, Daddy issues. Also... It's not really clear whether or not it's episode seven or he would be sitting at a Sabbath table with Billy D. Williams recounting his old, his old adventures and it would all be a flashback and he and Harrison Ford could bookend it. Interesting. Right? Because these flashback, uh, these, um, these spinoffs can be totally different in style. Yeah. So that's possible. He could do that, and that would be fine because he'd be over there. Luke and Leia, brother and sister, that's fine. You know, Luke, hey, I need to pick some Jedi, so you, 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 and you, screw. And, that's and then it. he looks at Leia and goes, remember when we almost <laughs> fucked? That was yeah. weird. She's like, oh, will you stop? I'm yeah. not putting on the outfit again. So who... Put on some pounds. Who would you... She lost a lot of weight. Did she? Yeah, she... um 
like a year or two before this whole announcement thing, yeah. she lost a lot of weight, got back into shape. Like she looks totally different than her Thirty Rock appearance. Yeah. So I think it was on purpose because she knew it was coming. Who would you want to see spinoff movies of? They've announced Fett, Yoda, and uh, Han all as possibilities. Um, those are all fine. Um. McGregor has also expressed interest in doing something with Obi Wan between. I, I yeah, four. I would I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing Obi Wan because he's lived. You know, he lived. He's on Tatooine, living a very you know very lonely life. His yep. job is to watch Luke from a distance. Yep. You know, a little creepy, but true. But you know, nothing, that's nothing his job. Says but, he stayed on Tatooine the whole time. Right, exactly. He could be helping renegade Jedi right. that escaped Order sixty six and just. That could be what what artificially ages him, because he aged thirty years in eighteen years. Yeah, that's so true. Something has yeah, to happen. Yeah, to that's, him. you gotta. So, um, so yeah, that it would be interesting to see what what he was up to. And you know, between, but I think you know, everybody that listens knows that Obi Wan is nowhere near our favorite character. No, no, he's a dick. But <laughs> but even but you know what though, it would be great to to. Get to know more about him because right. at the end of three, like between two and three, he's like all in. He's oh, yeah. he's full on. He's a fucking choir yeah. Yeah. preaching, you know, fundamentalist Jedi guy. He's all in. I'd love but to I see what that, would change him from from that open, honest character to this duplicitous. Right, I, I would like to see because I think that by the end of three, he's a little bit. You know, maybe he's a little bit jaded. It's just like, look at this big fucking mess that we created yeah. by trying to keep this kid who's seriously got some issues. Right. You know, I mean, what happened to Anakin is the worst fucking human re- human resources problem <laughs> ever. Yeah. And it's 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 you could write a book, you know, management philosophies that <laughs> fucked up the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's it would be really interesting to see how how he spends his time right. with that, knowing that, you know, 95% of all the other Jedi are gone. You know, right. how come he didn't try to start up, a you know, a Jedi Academy? He was young enough. He was, right. you know, he, he could have done a little something. Yeah, not with the know? Empire hunting him down, though. And, right? I'll, and I'll be honest, I really wouldn't mind seeing some Vader badassery. You know, because they've really always just the most badass thing that we've ever seen Vader really do is is choke out a couple bitches in in well, four and kill Obi Wan, right? I mean, he did do that, but that you know, whatever. Okay. That wasn't okay. he didn't so much he didn't so much kill Obi Wan as yeah. Obi Wan killed himself. Right. There was a line that was brought to my attention reading some comments, and my nose is getting real stuffed up, so I'm going to sound like a moron. Um, at what point Vader turns to Tarkin and says, there'll be no one to stop us this time? Or is it at the beginning of the... Uh, I, I forget. At some point, Vader says, there'll be no one to stop us this time. And I'm thinking up to that point, as far as we know, no one has stopped them. Yeah. So what stopped? Who did what? Yeah, maybe they did have an issue before. Did they blow up that Death Star? And that's why it took 18 years to build... The second Death Star, which is the one we would see in A New Hope. Yeah. And then the next one after that would be the third Death Star, and it's bigger, so they started building them at the same time. So six years later, it's still half done. 
Some, I mean, the first Death Star could be tiny. It could have like a like a million person crew instead of twenty three million. You find out that it's the size of like a basketball, it's a snow globe. It's, uh, that's really great and all, but uh, that's yeah. not, that might take out a you know planet Hollywood. Yeah. But uh, that's the only planet it's going to take down. But um, Vader does say to Ben, he's like, "We meet again at last." They could have met a number of times, and a younger Obi Wan could yeah. have. Could have cut. You, you, <laughs> what if he cut off Vader's legs again? Would that, seriously, huh? I mean, <laughs> just wants to hear Vader. God damn it, yeah. dude! Why do you yeah. fucking always take the low, the low road? There? <laughs> why do you always take the low ground? But there, there's there's a lot you could do. You could do. You 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 could have you could have a whole series spin off there. The sort of you know Vader Kenobi. Chronicles yeah. there, where they do kind of, you know, have little dances throughout the the the, the empire. Because Vader also says a presence I've not felt since, and he doesn't finish that, which is brilliant because it leaves it open yeah. for since yesterday, Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> since since I had to say Merry Sithmas. Since that airport in <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot. There is a lot of stuff you can do. I mean, you could just pour through the script. Oh yeah, and just Every go. Oh, like line. any one of the, yeah. yeah. Yep. I I would like to see if they do a Han movie and they do a Fett movie and the timelines can fit together. I would love to see one where they have to team up because they're forced to. That would just be that would just be interesting because it would add another layer to how does Fett know how to track him? How does he know where he's going? Because he spent time with him. He knows where You know what, though? Is. I think that that would be a little contrived. I'll be oh, come honest. On. I wouldn't. Come on. The galaxy is already this big. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, really, what well, what are we going to find out next? That Fett went to his prom with Leia? Probably. Probably. He is a player. Yeah, he's also 15 years older than Leia. I do want to see them use the bounty hunters from Empire a little bit better. Yeah. Because you could see GIG88 and have it be pretty badass. He would be pretty badass. That'd be that that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, there's the universe is is so huge. There's yeah. so much you could do. Yeah. Hell, you could have you could have Fett go and capture Akbar because Akbar was supposedly a slave of Grand Moff Tarkin's, and he could go Not capture really. him and then deliver him to to Tarkin. We're what? having fish tonight. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of speaking of Star Wars stuff, Toy Fair happened not oh, that yeah. long, last weekend, and um, what a what a disappointing showing from really? Hasbro for Star Wars stuff. I uh, think maybe that, I maybe think they're holding out they're for, holding out for uh, next San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, or, or just announce it. Well, toy every Fair next year, every um, every every Christmas they do a big toy. Today it was the today last Christmas it was the the three hundred and fifty dollar. Millennium Falcon yeah. with seats four in the cockpit. It came in an old vintage style box. Before that was the uh, the MTT from Phantom Menace, which they were surprised didn't sell well. And any idiot could have said, "Well, it's from Phantom <laughs> Menace, that's why." And it looks like a lump of shit. Before that was an AT-AT. Before that was a big Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Which, so I think it was just repackaged. Uh, there was a an ATT that they did, and I want I there's this petition online to create a large, large scale sail barge. That could fit like oh. ten figures on the deck, Jabba underneath. That would kind of be 
in scale to the skiffs, but nothing. That would, that would be like this it would have to big. be three feet long, yeah, easy. And you know what? That's the that that's the one ship I'm missing. Yeah, you don't have one of those in here. They never made one. <laughs> that's that's why. But that would you be got really the little. Nice. That's just a little skiff, right? Over right, there. right. Um, but that would be really nice. They showed four of the the black figures, the six inch figures, and they look nice. Yeah, I want to see them in the store because it's a it's another scale. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to start another scale, especially with a new movie coming out because there's going to be more that I'll probably continue to collect. And yeah. Then I heard that the Fett figure is going to be a Comic-Con exclusive, and I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? But it's probably going to come with a hot and carbonite, so it's like something special about it or whatever. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing what happened to Vader when he went spinning off of the Death Star. I oh, mean, yeah? yeah? I mean, the phone call to Palpatine, notwithstanding. Right. You know. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, two or three years yeah. in between the two. So. What was what 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 story was it? Hans that was supposed to happen? No, it was Fets that's supposed to happen between two and uh, four and five. Yeah, but I think though, like I mean, like you said, the universe is you know don't don't put you know don't put Fett having to team up. I mean, that's like a very special episode of you know. I, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, that's just like, oh, okay. Who can we? Uh, who who do we trap in an elevator? Let's put uh, a yeah, bottle episode. Yeah, so. It's not. I I think that would be. Yeah, that would be shitty. Yeah, yeah. But I think Abrams gets it, and I think if we see a Fett movie, I think Joe Johnston will do it because he was the one that brought the idea up two years ago. Yeah, because I think he knew what was going on way before anything was announced. And so he got that idea out there, maybe to test the waters yeah. and see how the spinoff idea would go. I don't know. You know what? You know, it'd be really neat to see a Mace Windu. Like after Sith, like he survives the fall. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be kind of neat because he'd go crazy. I'd love to see, you know, those red and white shock troopers hunting him down. <laughs> it'd be like it'd, you could do a Bourne style episode. Oh yeah, with them chasing him all through, and he could be calling the Emperor of the Holonet and taunting him. I'm still out here, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, so enough Star Wars talk. The Pope, the Pope's a big quitter. Uh, you know what? I I know that we talked about doing like a top I didn't ten do, list. I didn't stuff do like anything. That. You I know, but no it's time. one of those things. It's it's almost too easy. Oh, it's way too easy. It's like, yeah. I mean, first, I mean, my first question is who? You know, who, who does he write the resignation letter to? <laughs> Dear Jesus, this is too hard. I'm gonna quit. <laughs> I uh, I saw right? how the I, I saw how the other guys went and um not signing up for this. Yeah. Yeah. Dear uh, God, I need to spend more time with children. I need hey, to spend more time he, with he 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 <laughs> Pope. <laughs> JK. <laughs> if I was Pope, I would just sign everything Pope. There's this uh guy who comes into Starbucks and um like all the time. He's a nice guy. And um we always write a um a different, you know, name on his cup for him. So right. the other day I had him as the new Pope. <laughs> so it was great. The kid making drinks looks, turns around. He goes, really want me to say this? Huh? I go, yep, I do. He's like, oh, fuck. 
And how well did that go over? It was funny, yeah. Yeah. Got got a laugh. (laughs) I know my audience. Nice. So, yeah, the first joke, obviously, that came out was the, you know, Ratzinger saw that they were going to make more Star Wars movies, so he's going to audition for The Emperor. Yep. That was was easy. We saw that one Move to Argentina and be with the rest of his (laughs) brothers. Yeah. Oh, Um, actually, pretty funny. No, actually, I'm not going to tell this story because someone will get in trouble. I'll tell you after. (laughs) Okay. Um, Shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, because it it is one of those things that ends up coming back and bite someone in the ass. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Oh, shit. There's been a whole bunch of... uh, activity in the uh yeah what's going on who we see. got out there Who's uh we got the green we got me and okay. james and reverend scott james in australia ah yeah oh, let's see what's going on i can't um, james said han should be the head of a council or something which would be really funny because it would show a a good character arc for him because like you know he made fun of committees and shit or you could do like a you know what you do? You do a, a mini series, and, and this would actually be cool. You do a mini series um, with Lando running Cloud City, and have it written by Aaron Sorkin, <laughs> and everything is like a, like a West Wing on newsroom style. I would thing. watch the shit out. of I that. would watch it every damn day of my life. And you know what? That, then it starts making you think that, like, oh, okay, now what do we do? Let's do a. Uh, you could do. Well, see, uh, it would have to hold on before we move on from the. It would have to be on HBO because Lobot would have to just swear all over. Oh the place. yeah. So as soon as Han lands, he knows of all the sexual harassment suits that he's had right. from Lando. So he just takes out his little voice encoder. <laughs> that's why he doesn't talk the whole time they're there. And then, um, then you do you do a you do a solo, Han Solo one where he's, uh, you know, like Jim Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. And you take all these like 80s shows from the 70s and 80s and you turn them into Star Wars shows. Like, uh, Oh, shit. Then Luke would have to be Kolchak, the Night Stalker. No, I was going to say you do Luke <laughs> and Leia like heart to heart. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Uh, Jabba's sail barge is uh, the love book. Well, then shit. I need Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan as uh, Simon and Simon. Oh, well <laughs> done. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking I loved Simon and Simon. <laughs> and they had a robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Or you just have you just uh, Well you do a comedy one and then R2 and 3PO would be the Smothers brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway. Uh James funny. also said that um a Soprano style Jabba show. Nice. Yeah, I'd be all for that. Some dark, yeah. Yeah. Throw that shit on Showtime. Oh, yeah. and the head of ABC said that he wouldn't mind having a Star Wars show. And I'm like, this isn't fucking news, all right? There's like 50 to 100 scripts written. Yeah. Pony up the dough, bitch. Or just fucking pick one. Somebody call Sam Witwer and start the fucking show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 do a live action Force Unleashed. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you could span just do that movie. the whole thing yeah. the whole time. They've, in fact, they've got their, they've got their episode right there. Just, just do Force Unleashed. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a seven though. It'd be like a, what would it be like a three point five? No, I'm just thinking 3. about 6. how you could get Han, Chewie, Luke, and um, Lando as the fucking A team. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Chew, oh my god, Chewie would be. Do you know what would be fucking awesome? Uh-huh. And the more you think about it, you realize how fucking awesome it okay. is. Mace Windu, yeah, or breaks window, or however you want to call him. <laughs> All right, you have him going around like uh, Kane from Kung Fu, <laughs> walking the earth, walking the earth, right? Yeah. All right, all right. And you know who directs that, of course? Oh, yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's way more N-words in this than I thought. <laughs> Han and Chewie is BJ and the bear. That's that's easy. Yeah, well, that actually sounds like a verb, bj <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You better do it right. That bear has yeah. claws. Um, I could definitely see Luke as a greatest American hero-style Jedi. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Their ship landed and they gave me these robes and this lightsaber. Whoa! That would be so fucking funny. That is awesome. All right, what else? Believe it or not, I'm a fucking Jedi. No, I'm walking on air. Right? You don't even have to. Skywalker, you don't got to change the lyrics at all. Well done. Don't even have to change the song. It works. Fucking great. Uh, this would be hilarious if we had a live studio audience. It would. It would. It would you, you got. You got to do a reality killing. apprentice style show with the emperor. Oh yeah, obviously. But that was probably done with robot chicken anyway. Uh, I would like to see something like Baba Black Sheep with X Wing squadrons. Yeah, that'd I be mean, cool. I, seriously, yeah. I would oh, like yeah. to see that. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, yeah. The military channel should be like, hey, uh, can we... Uh, can we do this? Can we, can we, can we, can is it cool? Can we do this? But, oh, there's got to be like a topper. A, like, what is the, the ultimate... Not penultimate, because that's second best. What's yeah. the ultimate 80s show? Uh, that's... I mean, Dukes of Hazard is way too obvious. Yeah, that, 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 that's way too easy. Um, and they already did a cops type thing with troops, so that rules yeah. out chips. You know, yeah. so... Um, we'd, um, we got to put together like a Magnum PI something. Yeah. 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 Obviously 3PO would be the butler. Yeah. John Hillerman. Yes. Um, yeah. And it would be solo. Chewy, of course, would be, you know. The black guy flying the chopper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might be the second most racist thing I've ever said on this show. No, um, that's definitely the third or fourth. Those other things weren't racist. <laughs> um, what about a um, uh, using like Jabba's like palace as the Adams family? See, then you start getting into sitcoms, and then you start. Right. That's, but, that's I mean, the that's the thing, because we said, like, 80s shows, we'd be like, ah, oh, because you think, like. Instantly, you, got, you went to Family Ties, right? I went to Family Ties. <laughs> yeah. I went to Growing Pains. I yep. went to fucking Cosby. Oh, yeah. You know? So, um, and and those don't, I mean, then you've got Cheers, Night Court, yeah, right. all of that and that's stuff. all ensemble stuff, anyway, yeah. so. Um, wow, we're really beating the <laughs> shit out of this, aren't we? All right. Well, between you being high on cold medicine, I'd love to just you know I'd love to just see like a like a true survivor style show where it's like today we're focusing on Jackson Griggs. He's wanted in twelve systems, <laughs> and on his tail is Bosk, IG eighty eight, Zuckus, and Greedo because it's before a new hope. Good luck. <laughs> 
Oh, he didn't even make it to the landing pad. That's too bad. <laughs> um, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, you'd have to do a spinoff cop show with Admiral Akbar called Fish. No. And we're done. Yeah. That's <laughs> Moving it. on. All right. Next topic. <laughs> I was trying to find that one that was, that was perfect. Good. Degrassi Jedi High. Very nice. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Uh, but you know what, though? That would be more the, like that would be more like the, the Battlestar Galactica, you know, yeah. that tried to be like Star Wars but didn't quite work. <laughs> all right. Because it's Canadian. It's just, it's just a little off. It's just a little wrong. Yep. You know, uh, like uh, like 1970s Battlestar Galactica, not, you know, right, not the most right. recent one that I still haven't finished yet. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. What do we have for time here? Yeah, 57. That's yeah. not too bad. Let's see. Let's uh, let's skip through the pages here and, uh, and see what we got. I got the Elizabeth Warren stuff oh, at Elizabeth the end. Elizabeth Warren just doing her fucking job, which is awesome. It's about fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, this headline says, uh, Jamaican high school closes due to demonic possession. Um, I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> Daily Coast all-time low for the right shouting the N-word outside of an elementary school Obama was visiting. Wow, that's just... They're not even... They're not even getting creative anymore. No, so anybody uh, that said the Tea Party was racist and they said, no, we're not, well, fuck you. Uh, let's see. Biologists create zombie cells in the lab. I don't know cool. why you would attempt to do Can't that. Wait to see. Kickstarter. Uh, Wayne LaPierre goes off the rails. I got to read this one because. Let's play it. Whether or not. You support video or are against gun rights. This is fucking crazy. Oh, tell me this video. I don't know. Just the slide. Oh, oh yeah. Is this there it? Go. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Where'd it go? Oh, it disappeared. Hold on. Oh, for Christ's sake. I hate it when stuff like loads all weird. Mm. All right. Let's see if this. Tell that to the people in Newtown. Tell that to people. Do you really think that the president's children are, are, are the same kind of target as every school child in America? I think Don't, that's ridiculous and you know it, sir. <laughs> well, that's not the clip that I was looking for. Using high-tech skis, but not Shut wearing up, exterior man. UV superior polarized sun lenses on the slopes. Really? They eliminate it's not going to stop. Take care of that. All right, so you want to hear what this bucket of crazy said? Oh, God. <sighs> All right, I'm going to do my best to talk with the stuff up nose. Wade LaPierre, CEO of the National Rifle Association, adopted on Wednesday a significantly more ominous and expansive line of reasoning than he has before in order to make the case that newer, more dangerous threats require Americans to buy more guns, join the NRA, and organize opposition to gun control measures. All right, ready? Yeah. Hurricanes, tornadoes, riots, terrorists, gangs, lone criminals. You know, if we had just shot... Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. None of what I, none that of that what I expect him to go on like a Peter Venkman style rant <laughs> in the middle of this. These are perils we are sure to face, not just maybe. Lapia wrote in a commentary. That's why we didn't have audio of it. Published by the Daily Caller, a conservative news site. Yeah, no shit. 
It's not paranoia to buy a gun. It's survival. It's responsible behavior. And it's time we encourage law-abiding Americans to do just that. Because the hurricanes are coming for your wife. Yep. What a fucking moron. What are you going to do? I mean, obviously, he doesn't need to say hurricanes and tornadoes. Because if he says riots, gangs, and lone criminals, all that stuff could be... You know, yeah. a reaction to... You can shoot to... that shit. That's all. You can't shoot a fucking tornado. No, and if you could, Dorothy would have never gone to Oz. Seriously. <sighs> you need a gun to protect yourself from tornadoes. Obviously, you know what, we I... know that he's referring to all the mayhem that comes after, blah, blah, right. blah. But you but... say, you say from the disarray and lawlessness... Yeah. That a natural disaster can, and you don't say, oh, "Holy shit, I gotta buy a gun because it's snowing." What? I'm gonna shoot the snow. Oh yeah. Although Cole and I had a really, really good discussion about um, how effective flamethrowers would be in the course of the snow removal process. <laughs> and then, of course, because he's ten, right? And we talked about all the reasons why flame. Why, why city workers walking down the streets with flamethrowers wouldn't be a great idea in terms of public safety. Yeah. Okay. He gave me the best reason for anything. I know. Yeah, but, yeah. but dad, it would be really cool. Yeah, it really would. It would either be, I mean, you got to, it's, it'll be either really cool or really funny. Those are really the only two <laughs> reasons to do anything. Yeah. Or it's going to get me laid. Well, there's that too. That is definitely something. All right, I got one more thing here, and then I think we'll do a break. Because uh, for some reason, I have energy now, but I know it's going to just... Oh, yeah, you're going to cry. So Adele and Kelly Clarkson won some Grammys. So, of course, Fox News says, these people are fat. And not pH fat, right? No, because no one has said that since 1997. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's no. the thing, and this is what bugs me, because... I have girls. You have girls. You've probably noticed this. I've noticed that I have girls. Yes. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Just the other day, I'm like, wait a minute. You're a chick. Where's your penis? <laughs> huh. So to buy you some clothes. That Where's fit. yours, Dad? Oh, ask your mother. <laughs> it's in a jar on top of the fridge. Now, next to my hope, <laughs> men expect women to have this. There's this standard of beauty for women, right? Yeah, I guess. I think it's comic for books, anybody. Comic books women comic book women are like their asses are hanging out, their midriffs are exposed. There's no fucking way There's a real cleavage. woman could do anything that comic book women do in the outfits they wear. Right. My my Nova loves Black Canary, Ripley loves Huntress. I can't show them the comic books. Right, because, because their asses too, are hanging out. Yeah, they, and it's like I don't want to expose them to that type of body image. But too damn sexy. But Huntress in the Justice League cartoon, she has a cape, she has a, you know, it's it's tastefully cut around yeah. her butt, so it looks like a bathing suit. Black Canary actually wears gray tights on Young Justice, so she's like covered head to toe. A little bit more conservative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Batgirl actually wears a suit that's really, it, it's kind of reminiscent of the Christian Bale suit. So she's oh, really? Like, there's nothing, like she's like full on with, with the, the whole, yeah, the whole Batman uh, what line of thinking. But I, w- I was thinking about how unfair it is to expect women to be the ones that um, have to reach this this unattainable level yeah. of athletic perfection. 
because I don't see too many people running around cut to fuck like Spider-Man or jacked up like yeah. Superman or Batman, yet we want all our women to look like yeah, Wonder the, Woman. The burden and... of quote-unquote beauty is on women, and that unfortunately is the way of the world. Yeah, until people start speaking up about but it. But on the saying, flip side of that, this. the burden that men have isn't so much physical. It's on, I mean, because it goes back to, it goes back to all that primal, instinctual, like, you know, women need to be attractive so that they can find a mate so that we can keep the species going. Men need to show that they're, um, that they're, they have means that they are going to protect, that they're going to be able to, well, yeah, you know, a, protect a, the children and support the children. All that, yeah, yeah, all that in total, like, buried down in your, you know, what DNA. What do you think that, that being in shape and taking care of yourself shows that if, you know, if you're strong, you can take care of other people? Yeah, but if, if you're strong, that doesn't necessarily mean you're making money. Well, and it's all about, and it is, it's true. that, it's that instinctual type of, like I said, it's buried deep, deep but, down in, in the DNA. But people are, there. people, I mean, you, you can, people can, can deny this up and down, but you're attracted to how they look first. I mean, that's. I don't know. A lot of women out there marry ugly, rich motherfuckers. Well, yeah. Seriously. You and really think not. that Steven Tyler not. got all that pussy because he's just a, you know. Well, that's different because people know who he is. Well, people that, know who Warren know, Buffett is. But because is they, know, they know who, who because they are. Because they're greedy bitches because, that want money. Well, no, because they're, or, out, or, they're in the public eye and they do too. stuff that, you know, my, makes my them money. Is, my point about this whole thing is, is the fat comic book guy with acne that only cons- eats uh, that lives on a diet of Doritos and Kool Aid. Oh, he's paying a prostitute. Um, no, probably not even blow up doll. I would say, or he's taking a flashlight and stuffed it into a My Little Pony doll. I'm not even gonna. Wow, that yeah really got me on so many weird levels. Isn't it? Yeah. So kind of want to cut but myself like. <laughs> But th- those are the kind of people that are like, oh, I'm not dating fat chicks. It's like, dude, have you seen your gluttonous Baron Harkonnen looking fucking self? Good. And then you know what? This will be good because they won't date anybody. Then they'll die. And then that'll the be the other thing take that them really, out of the gene pool. The other thing that really kills me are the people that get angry about it. It's like, why won't anybody talk to me? Well, maybe because you you have a, a really bad fucking yeah. attitude. You know? Try being nice. The the one thing that I found that has benefited my relationship with my wife the most has l- been learning to actually figure out what's bothering me and then say that shit out loud. <laughs> you know? Communication. Oh, yeah. My family, uh, my father particularly, and uh, my brother's listening, he'll probably be able to back me up on this. Not really a big talker. Yeah. Okay? So I really had to learn to... And this, I'm talking the last ten years. Yeah, <laughs> really late. I had to. I had to learn how to take the emotions that I feel and not always be angry about everything, but also figure out what it is. Is it something at home? If it's something at home, fix it. Is it yeah. something at work? Uh, yeah. Am I at home? Well, then it doesn't fucking matter. Right. And then be able to to talk about it and and be open about it and honest. I mean, I have I have this this problem every now and then where. Yeah, we had the girls. We were 36, Mm -hmm. I think, when we had the girls. And my parents had me when they were, like, just around 20. Yeah. 
So there, there's not much age difference, but there is a lot of age difference between me and my kids, and I'm not going to be around as long for them, and that bothers me a lot. Yeah. But I talk about that, and I can actually say that because I, 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 I went through this one period where driving into work at the museum, well, <laughs> I would hit this certain point in the road. You know how like, like certain things just trigger like a thought? Mm-hmm. I would drive past a certain point, and I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to die at some point. And it was just like, you know, what used to get me when I used to, um, when I lived in Reading and I would walk the mile from like the commuter rail station to, um, you know, my house. Um, and again, I'm doing this at like 1231 o'clock at night. Right. It occurred to me that, you know what, at this point right now, someone could just kill me. Walk up yeah. behind me, hit me with a hammer. Yep. You ever been like, like you're, 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 uh, like you're traveling like on the pike or something, and you stop uh-huh. at like one of those Burger King. Yeah. And, you know, you're standing this, this there. could be the last place you, I ever. Yeah. Walk you're to. standing yeah. there. Somebody could just come in, <laughs> stab me four or five times in the back, yep. and walk out. And I'm a I, fucking I, statistic. I, and I, it hits you just like mother. You could, as I said at the beginning of the show. You know, get disoriented, walk outside, yeah. die in a snowstorm. Yeah, I I will sit in traffic, and if I've cut somebody off and they're behind me, I I will think it's not that hard for them to shoot me. Not at all. But that's that's my that's my. I mean, I'm obviously I don't want to die. <laughs> I mean, there's self preservation there, but the reason I don't want to die is because there's people that I want to be with. You know. Oh, and, and I didn't have these problems with, you know, death and dying and all that stuff until the girls were born. And I realized I I need to be here for them. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a drink every now and then. But other than that, I don't have a lot of candy. I've pretty much cut out soda. I'm I am trying to get healthy. Pretty much just cocaine <clears throat> now. Well, that's good. That's so, good. It gives you energy. I don't want to mix, you know, because well, that, yeah. that would be irresponsible. Yeah, definitely. What was the point? What was I no talking We were talking about death. Yeah, but before that, what led us to that? I don't know. We had mentioned the Pope, but then we got into TV Oh, and there was a relationship, communication, yeah. emotional stuff. So, oh, women. Women in, being, oh, yeah. in, uh, in perfect women. shape. Yeah. Um, Fuck that. Ladies, don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know my my wife's my wife. You know what? I just I just had a like a a moment where I've grown as a person. Yeah, because there were easily that I even just acknowledged six seven things that I could have said that were <laughs> yeah. really gross. Oh yeah, but I didn't say them. So I I'm am just aware. Like, ah, that's not worth. That's it. good. That's I'm trying good. to be better. You know, I need to lose weight. I need to get in better shape. My wife wants to lose weight and get in better shape, but. I've noticed that, uh, and and I've I've come to learn that with some people, you know, their body image and the fact that they may or may not like how they look really um, affects, like, sex drive and, yeah. and how they feel attractive and stuff like that. And I can't get it through my wife's head that eh, it doesn't matter, you know how you know if you're comfortable with how you look. I mean, would I like you to be able to fit into? Outfit X, so that you know we could not leave the house. Yeah, sure, that would be that would be fantastic. But it's it's my wife, so it's like that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it's it's at a different level. Yeah, I mean I look at the mirror and I'm like, 
Wow, my neck is bigger than well, my no, head. What the, one of the reasons I like <laughs> Louis C.K. as a comedian so much is because I can totally relate to him because we're the same age, you know. Yeah. And he does, he, goes, he does this bit where he talks about, ah, oh, I, I looked at myself naked in, in, in a full-length mirror, right. and uh, I never have to do that again. Why right. did I do that? I was just, right. you know, I, you know, I. You know, and he talks about getting information about being healthy from the doctor. He's yeah. like, I'm not doing anything with that information. Yeah. It's like, great, thanks, whatever. Right. You know? So, but he could. I, I mean, I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Definitely and part, it's of, the part of the act and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's <clears throat> one of the things that makes it so funny, again, is. That's the average is, response. Well, that's the, it, what makes it so funny is that there's a. a, a, a Kernel of truth. In there. Well, yeah, because the doctor says to him, "What does he say?" He's like, "Well, your cholesterol is a little high, but I don't expect you to do anything about that." So. Yeah, yeah. You're really cosmetically overweight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so why the fuck do you have to say anything? When I used to go to the doctor, they're like, "You need to quit smoking." I'd be like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. Like you know what? I uh, now the girls the girls have been convinced through their school that uh, sugar is bad until I explain to them that sugar is in everything. Uh, specifically soda. One of the kids, I guess, was uh, bringing soda for lunch and the school kind of frowned on that because they're trying to teach kids yeah. to eat healthy and stuff. And I always give them juice or water with uh, with lunch. Water if we run out of juice and I don't realize it till I'm making their lunch. And, uh, <laughs> but it's good to have water every now and then because they, yeah. need, they need that in them. Um, but like we'll walk through the food store and I'll be like, you want to go down the soda aisle? And they'll go, no, well, that's not good for you. <laughs> They're like, oh, all right, okay, but it's a shortcut to the meat department, yeah. sweetheart. Let's... <laughs> like, you want to go get some bacon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck this soda. I want bacon. Yeah, but they just have a little bit. They don't. They don't like the fizziness of um, of soda. Yeah. So that's that's good because when I was little, that's all my father drank was Pepsi, and that's all I wanted because it's all I saw him drink. Oh, excuse me. So when was... I was a kid, it was um, we could have soda on Sundays. Like Did Sunday you get like pizza kind of thing. with it or no, 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 it was like Sunday. Like we usually, it was, we usually went over a family member's house. Like uh, we did, okay. uh, you know, the big Sunday Italian dinner thing, uh, my grandmother's or something like that. And you could have soda then or like on holidays, like Christmas or something. Like that. Right. It has to be something special. So, right. Yeah. Um, now I'll have soda like if I go see a movie. So it's like once every three or four months. Yeah. So. This summer's going to be a little more difficult, though, because there's a bunch of stuff that I want to see. So, But, yeah. I mean, Nova did say the other day that she wanted to have beer, and uh, I let her smell it. She's like, that doesn't smell good. I'm like, no. I said that grown-ups and robots drink beer, because Bender, on yeah. Futurama, drinks beer. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the point of this fucking show is. I don't know. I'm going to plug my show, though. All right. You want Teddy's to Really, Really Late Show. Um, March 23rd, Timothy's in Danvers, if anyone is in town. Uh, you can find the Facebook page for it on Facebook, like I said. <laughs> as opposed as to opposed where? As opposed to MySpace or some other shit like that. Sorry, um, I, I had to. No, that was good. I uh, am a fucking idiot. So, um, no, it's yeah. just So, like it, talk about it, share it, uh, spread the word, because uh, otherwise I'll be bankrupt if this thing flops. So, um. Yeah, rehearsals start next week. Nice. Where are and, you rehearsing? Uh, uh, we are rehearsing at the space. Oh, so is yeah, that is that usual? Is, uh, I don't. Know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Yeah. It's, it's kind of 
It's uh, they're be. being really cool about the space and stuff like that. So nice. Um, so that's really really cool. I'm really excited. The first read through I think is going to be great. I've asked my cast to just sort of just really get comfortable with the dialogue because it's nice. really special. Now, are you working up like a press release and, and like I'm going to start hitting the papers and stuff yeah. like that. Um, the papers. You mean the online stuff too? Online stuff oh, as well as you know the print. You yep, know, I'll yep. do my hometown paper. I'll probably do, you know, I'll try to find as many different angles as right, I right. can. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna record one of the uh, dress rehearsals and cut it up into a trailer? Maybe that would be that would be maybe. good. Give people an idea of what yeah. they'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I have some footage from the last time we did it, but it's I mean, it's a totally different cast. So. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, maybe a little bit. Of um of like the table read or something like that just to That'd be you know it might be fun to just sort of you know people have uh, a little bit of a taste yeah. as there as it as it develops and stuff like that especially so. if people aren't familiar with the name of it or anything and so, give an idea of the comedy and, it's called and Teddy's really really late show written and directed by me <laughs> uh, it's dinner and a show um so it's it's gonna be a good so time. it's the whole package right there it is yeah the whole package. Nice. So come and uh, come and see my whole package. <laughs> Maybe we won't use that as a tagline. I don't know, but uh, I say go with it. There's an opportunity to be in the show. There's this bit where a um, little bit where we do an actual late night talk show, and we have we need guests from the audience. So you could uh, get a T-shirt. I just want to let you know if I participate. You've seen the show. If I participate, if anybody calls me up, my job because that's what it is. What do you do? Yeah, you right? talk about what my you job do. is going to be. I used to be Pope. Yeah, that will be my job. So and then we'll we'll work with that. So, uh, but you've seen the show. You've uh, yeah, you've seen yeah. the story and. Um, I, I I don't know. I think it's pretty funny. When we were doing auditions, um, people were you know they were laughing good. as they were reading their stuff. So good. That's, it that's went good over stuff. well. The the one in Salem. Yeah, it did do yeah. well. I was I was really pleased with that. So. Yeah, it was an odd space. Yeah, it really was. It was wicked small. It seemed like it was more suited to like a little small acoustic band yeah. kind of thing. But it was a nice it was a nice area. Yeah, it was so. good for that purpose. Yeah. The whole stage reading yeah. thing. This will be a little bit better. Um, the room is so much nicer, and the food is going to be fantastic. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really am. So, yeah. um, excuse me. Yeah, hope, I can't uh, wait I hope to we see get it. a lot of folks come out. I think word will spread. Yeah, I hope so. I'd like to add a band element to it uh, uh, if this thing, you know, catches a little bit of uh, fire. And because uh, every late night talk show has a band, so right. there's no reason whatsoever why we can't have uh, have bands pop in. And you need to have something know. really weird, like really kind of. Strange, like a fife and a banjo. Yeah, or just or anything actually, because that's one of the things. It would be great, you know, a different band all the time. You know, yep. the show's different every time because you got that little talk show element in there, right? Um, so, I mean, Sheer Madness has been doing the same show for how many years, and it's basically the same show. Yeah. Um, so it's like I said, it's a good show. Come and see it, and uh, you'll have a good time. Yeah, and eat. That's important. I'm really looking forward to the food. <laughs> nice. All right, we need to do a break, so pick a band. Um, see what we got. Cure. Probably under C. Yeah. Under T, I mean. Uh, there it is. There. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Uh, let's go to bed, burn, and torture. Uh, let's go to bed. 
I'd like to go to bed. I'm very tired. I know. So that's over. All righty then. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I am nowhere near the microphone. All <laughs> neither, right. Neither so was I. Video don't lie. So what we've found out is that Friday night after eleven thirty is not, not the best time. time to try to do Surprise. this. Surprise! Yeah. Hey, who would have thunk it? So that Friday night will be out. 
when we go over our list of when can we do the show with your schedule. Sound good? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We have a little bit of feedback. So do you want to we'll just get started Let's on it? Do, do you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, let me make sure I have everything I need here. So there's that one there, and then that one, and that's the other part. So is right. there anything else big that happened that we're, like, glossing over? Um, Blizzard. Blizzard Pope. Blizzard Pope. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot to say oh, that funny story. What? Dorner. Who? The fucking crazy guy in California. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? I thought they, they found him in a cabin. They claim that they've positively identified the body now and that it's him. Apparently, the, the police force there used tear gas that was flammable. Really? Doesn't sound accidental to I me. Get but, it from Waco. <laughs> exactly. But, like, I'm actually... Not that I, I like... You know what, then? So, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are they saying the charred remains are his? Yeah. Yeah, he's not dead. That's what I thought initially. It's like, this guy's way too smart for this. He Has anybody ever seen, like, any fucking horror movie? Eraser? I mean, yeah. But the, they said they used DNA identification on, a, on the body, of the, and that it is him, but... I think he made a deal because he knew shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like there's a bunch of people online that's like, oh, DB he's Cooper like, he's like Jesse James, and he's not the shitty guy that was married to Sandra Bullock. Um, the no, other the guy. shitty guy who killed yeah. people and robbed banks. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Oh fuck. That. But like, they, oh, he's a he's gonna be a, an American iconic hero. I'm like, well, fuck but, that. No, he's a crazy psychopathic yeah. murderer. Um, but part he of he ain't me, Whitey Bulger, motherfuckers. Okay? Part, no, he got caught way quicker. Part of me is really disappointed that he wasn't smarter than that. I, you know what though, charred remains, DNA, bullshit. Yeah. Oh, He's not dead. He found a fucking hobo, burned him alive, came on him, and ran. Well, my my whole thought on it is like, if he was in this cabin that was right across the fucking street from their headquarters, their mobile headquarters, wouldn't he have dug like a spider hole or a tunnel to someplace else and like just waited till everybody leaves and then wouldn't the police say yeah there's no more threat everything's cool he's, he's oh i'm actually disappointed that he went down that easy yeah he was probably disappointed too <laughs> it's like it's like yeah job of the hut was a really like big old dickhead but he went down like a bitch he did so did mace windu yeah and it's like you. I wanted something. That's like, it. You, I you, guess you know more what? Oh, look at that, though. I mean, like, how did Vader went out? Oh, Vader actually went out kind of badass. He did, yeah. You know, and He's then it the just only took him one. a while to die. Well, Kenobi did too because he he really had, but yeah. Jabba, Fett, Mace. No, Qui Gon. Qui Gon went out like a bitch too. Oh, he was such a fucking baby. Yeah. Yeah, you take your eye off the ball, you lose. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, get for wearing I, a ponytail, you fucking hippie. I really wish that they had a captured the guy so that like he would have gone to trial. But we all knew the way they shot up the those those people delivering newspapers. And I think last week we said that they killed him, but I I, I want to correct that. I don't think they actually died. They, they were like injured very badly. But I'll tell you though, a crazy fucker like that who's got this weird agenda and he's got shit to say. Yeah. Okay. They weren't we taking need, him alive. We need no. We need to take him alive. We need another guy like that around because Manson ain't gonna live forever. <laughs> 
You know, they roll him out for parole every couple of years. Just oh, his, for the, his just parole for the, attempts are done. He yeah, no oh, more. J- just for the rest of us to take a look at what crazy looks yeah, like. But they, they, I don't think, and no, there was there wasn't a single officer that was going to take him alive. I don't think that was going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. He knew too much. Yeah, it would not surprise me if he popped up later. It no, really, me it neither. Really wouldn't be a great sequel. But that's that's I don't know that's just the sensationalist in me. Movies. But like it's it's like oh hey OJ yeah oh great the trial in the car like they hold the whole car chase with OJ it's like oh yeah great and then they get to the house and it's like all right he's in cuffs. All right. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's like I don't know. I don't know. The guy is a scumbag because that is not how you try to prove your innocence. It's like there was a game based on Minority Report. Remember the whole plot of Minority Report was Tom Cruise trying to you know, say that he didn't murder people? Yeah. In the game, you had to try and prove your innocence by killing people. Huh. So it was okay to kill the mindless goons that come after you, but you can't it kill. was that one murder. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't kill the person we saw you killing. We yeah. couldn't foresee that you'd kill all the guys chasing you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. All right, let's see Fucking what we got here. Precogs, bullshit. <laughs> Chris and Frank. Yes. James here from Australia. Um, Put your hands up and come out of the house. And Ellen, I suppose, if, if you're getting her on. Uh, now, I said I'd ring in, and I've got my wife here with me. Very nervous. She's never done a podcast voicemail <laughs> before. So, <laughs> this is my wife, Britza. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We're just going to quickly discuss the interesting subject that you were talking about the other week because I, I knew I had to get in on this because um, we argue all the time about this very subject and that is what you do and don't allow your kids to watch on TV oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. what yeah. sort of movies and things like that. We argue about everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but this is a big one. Um, but I know, Chris, that you show your kids... I think they're four, are they? Or, um, they will be five. Next Ripley month. and Nova. I think you, sh- you show them some stuff where even I go, oh, geez, yeah, I don't know if I'd show them that. But, I mean, you, you, like with Aliens, you, you said you show them parts of it. I mean, you're not showing them, obviously not showing them the uh, horrible parts of it. But uh, Hold on, hold on, I got part of this. To be fair, <laughs> we watched a lot more yeah. this last week. And... Um, when the Marines are going through the atmosphere processing plant, they come across the one woman who's still alive. We watch that part. From kill me, through chest burster, through flamethrower, to no. clusterfuck, because Ripley had to come in and save them. Because so, Nova's name actually pops up all over the place. Her name was on a sign in Wildwood. It's the place that they made Johnny Five in Short Circuit. It's a superhero on the Spider-Man show. It's a science show on Channel Two, and Ripley is like nowhere. So yeah. like, I had to we believe had to, it or not. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the one thing she's gonna have to learn how to punch the fuck out of people that say that. Because <laughs> her comeback could be, believe it or not, a girl kicked your ass, <laughs> and I say frankly, way too much. <laughs> So I wanted to show her that like Ripley was like she shouldn't take shit from anybody because we're we're talking and, and we're they're watching and they're seeing all the cameras go down because they don't actually show the right. people dying because they use them for chest bursters and stuff. But uh, so 
They look at it face huggers and they're watching the eggs and all that stuff. And then the aliens come out of the walls and uh, Nova Ripley's sitting with me and Ripley's like, she has to go help them. <laughs> like, yes, yes, she does. So we watched most of it. The one thing that we didn't watch that I, I thought might have been a little too much would, was the uh, the when they're when they uh, Ripley and Newt are in the room, and Burke lets the the face huggers loose because that's that's more monster under your yeah. bed kind of shit. So I thought that I'd not do that, but like. I show him like behind the scenes stuff. It's a puppet. I have a face hugger like yeah. like model. Like well, taking the time and here. putting it into the proper perspective, I think makes a difference. Yeah, and they didn't have nightmares, yeah. which yeah. I'm really surprised about because I really thought that that the chest burster was gonna. Yeah, but the thing was like when we first when they first saw the egg when I, when the face huggers in here, um, we talked about it and we said oh well it attaches to your face and it lays an egg and I would point to their chest and say it would point right here as it would lay would lay the egg would sit right here until it hatched. How do you think it gets out? And they thought about it for a second and they went, oh straight out. I'm like yeah. Because that that <laughs> alien is called a chest burster. And they're like oh. That's messy. That's yeah. what they said. I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. So it's very funny. Every time they see Bishop get ripped in half at the end, they're like, oh, that robot got ripped in half. <laughs> but like, they get so into it because of the little girl, because of Newt. Yeah. Um, you know, Newt has blonde hair. Ripley has dark hair. It's like the same as, as the girl. So they can, like, they can each identify with the yeah. character. And it, it kind of helps. But let's get back to James before this is an hour long segment. Like, for instance, I let my kids, who are seven and four, um, watch Futurama. They love Futurama. They always want to watch it. Now, Britt here doesn't agree, do you, sweetie? Not at all. <laughs> Britt hates ah, Futurama. That's subtle. It's dumb. <laughs> it's crap. It's not crap. It's, it's, it's intelligent intelligently written comedy and, and it's 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 got themes in it i mean some of them are adult themes but yes. i don't think it's there's some episodes i won't show the girls understand those themes what do you think i don't think they need to be being exposed to those things at that age they're kids yeah but i asked jordan the other day about what she thought of bender and she said bender was evil yeah so good. she knows that he's bad but he's funny and Fry, you know, they understand the relationship between Fry and Leela and that Fry's in love with Leela, but Leela never, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> never it's that, that kind of thing. Um, and some of the subjects they tackle are a little hairy, but... Exactly. It's, yeah, but I mean, they're not stupid. I, I've never ever said my kids are stupid. They are four, <laughs> they are seven. Yeah. They are kids for a very, very short time. Okay. So we should not be exposing them to other things that they don't need to know about just yet. All right, well, they've got quick, the rest of their lives. Just quickly for a bit of background, um, Britt, you explain your childhood growing up and what you used to watch on telly and stuff. Uh, my childhood growing up, we basically did not watch telly. Yep. Um, and we <coughs> didn't have time to watch telly. We were too busy out doing sports and a whole variety. Um, I'm the oldest of four kids. Um, my sister would be almost four years younger than me, and then 
I have two brothers younger than that as well. So basically, whatever, whenever we did sit down to watch anything, what we watched had to cater for the age of the youngest. And my brother and I, I think, are about nine years apart. So oh, you're the well. oldest in the family. I'm the youngest, I know. So, and that's the problem. And you got to sneak up the hallway and watch yeah. over people's shoulders. Well, in my house, in my house, we had a long hallway which led straight to the lounge room, and the, and the TV was directly in line of sight from the hallway. So, Dad would sit there on his couch, and I would be told to go to bed, and then I'd creep down the hallway and watch Alien at the age of eight over the couch, and then proceed to have nightmares for about a month, <laughs> six months, probably. I don't know. It was a long time, anyway. It scared the fuck out of me, but um. I haven't but, even seen Aliens until I met James. Yes, yeah, not Aliens. I'm talking about the first one. It was a Ooh, fucking horror movie. I hadn't seen any of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I had my fair share of... I had older brothers, you know, they'd get out Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was watching some... I took my brother to see Aliens. Pretty uh, yeah. full-on shit. I mean, I even saw Straw Dogs when I, I was about remember, so nine Straw years dogs. old, and that was a pretty uh, hardcore film. I had rape in it and stuff. That was... I sort of only just understood it. But I was, you know, I was sneaking this stuff in. I wasn't... My parents weren't allowing me to watch it, but at the same time they didn't police very well what I was sneaking out and watching and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not showing my kids some devastatingly evil stuff. It's just... I mean, you know, I let them watch Mortal Kombat a few months back. Yeah, that's nothing. You completely disagree with that, don't you, sweet? Unless you do that finishing move where you... It's M-rated. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) But you're one to believe in the, the rating system. And I don't believe not, in the rating system. Not I think that's entirely, not entirely, but I do greatly base it on that to a degree, yes. Well, see, Mortal Kombat is M-rated, and that was fine. There's nothing in there, I don't think, the kids... Oh, they loved it, you know, but... Um, it's like a, it's like a little more... Ace Ventura Pet Detective, yeah, which is PG, which has parental guidance Which I said no. Yeah, I, well, you know, and we got to a bit where there's a sex scene in it where he's banging the chick in the bed, and it's like, holy shit, I had to get up and run to the TV. It was fucking... You know, but, I mean, it's just PG, and all it says is my old coarse language on there. I, I mean, knew there was a reason I was saying yeah, no yeah. to that. Yes, yes, but... You see my point, though, like, I will look through my collection and go and just think through the movie and go, oh, they can probably watch some of that, and every now and then I'll trip up and they'll see something they probably shouldn't, but, you know, they're not stupid and they don't. I mean, uh, I mean, you let your daughters watch Doctor Who, and my daughter's seven, and she loved the shit out of Doctor Who, but yeah. Four is a little she saw they one episode with some dolls or something that come out of the cupboard and... Oh what yeah. Um, they come out of the cupboard, I think, when you're sleeping or whatever, and they stand over you or something, and they yeah. turn you into a doll. Well, that freaked her the fuck Ooh. out anyway. Yeah, that Freaks. was a big, and, uh, it was kind of a freaky episode. She doesn't want to watch that show anymore, <laughs> and and she understands fully that it's all make believe. We've shown her the making of shows after they show an episode of Doctor Who here. Afterwards, they have the making of that episode, yep, which is about as long as the actual show itself, but. Even still, she just, it, it, the idea just freaked her out, you know. So maybe Nova and Ripley are much more, I don't know, much more um, strong of mind when it comes to I don't know things not fucking with them. But, um, <laughs> we just had know. to make sure our cupboard doors were closed. We have to close our cupboard doors in. every night. It's, it's, so the dolls can't get out. It's been like that for months now. Months. Wow. 
But uh, Doctor Who's now not something she wants to watch yeah. again. But she, would love, she loved it. I was so stoked. I wanted to buy her all the gawky, geeky gear. <laughs> shit, that's 7 minutes 13 we've done already. We could talk about this for hours. I remember Doctor Who scared um, the shit out of me when I was like 6. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No? Brit doesn't listen to your show. I, uh, I force her to listen to some parts when, <laughs> when there's some uh, funny stuff happening and... You so know, she listens Scott's like once a year. Everything like that. Just Very like I'm funny. handcuffed to the table right now, so I can't <laughs> run away and hide. <laughs> right. no, I said uh, I said I'd do this for the show, and um, but yeah, we uh, we butt heads. My wife grew up not watching a lot of TV, and I grew up in a movie centric house. And my father loves movies. My brothers loves movies. And my mum loves movies. So we watched a fuckload of movies. I mean, I still went out and did the bike riding and all that stuff. And, playing sports and that but I watched a shitload of movies and by the time I met Brit I couldn't believe it I, every five minutes I'd be like hey have you how's that bit in that movie and she'd be like oh I've never seen it it's like what <laughs> yeah. you haven't seen that fucking movie holy shit I, I've, I've watched 90% of my movies since yeah, we well, met yeah 90% of the movies she's ever watched <laughs> since she's met me that's funny like every I, I always try to get a new movie and I've gotten to the point now where I don't think I've, there's anything I can think of that I haven't shown her, so I've rewatched a lot of stuff over the past <laughs> however long. But uh, all right, we better wrap this up. But I mean, we can continue the conversation again some other time down the track. Hi. I suppose so. We could do our own podcast just arguing about this shit. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, yeah, thanks for listening, That's and I hope you like the new track, Chris. I'll send yes. that to you in the. Whoops, there you go. You got it. I thought that was your. Um, Me too. <laughs> Yeah, I'll send that new track, Unshackled, to you, and hopefully you can play it in the show. I'm very excited about it. I think it's our best song. So, uh, it's very good. Uh, very yeah, good. and um, join our you page did. on Facebook, Why? please. That'd the first be great. Um, the Art of uh, War. I didn't notice it. And thank you for listening, and it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say about all this. All right, catch you later. Bye. That was nice. Yeah. I love Australian accents. Nice little insight into the domestic yeah. life there. You know, though there is a lot of stuff that I won't show the girls. I was actually more afraid in Aliens of uh, the swearing than anything else. Yeah. Because I don't want them running around going, we're fucked, man. Yeah, well, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we that we skip that we that we don't. I like like I I try to pick stuff that they can watch straight all the way through like monster squad they were just getting into monsters so they were at the right age it was good but goonies is like too much yeah like it's it's a little too over their head like there's dracula okay so they can sit they can wait till the bad guy comes back but in goonies there's technically no bad guy yeah so that makes it a little more difficult like i want to sit down and watch star wars with them but they're just they're not there yet. They don't have the attention span for it. So we like watch clips of stuff here and there. Yeah. Like we'll watch a clip of zombies or, or not the movie zombies, but like a clip from like Return of the Living Dead or whatever. But when we got cable, my father would just like record stuff. Like so Evil Dead one and two, yeah. Return of the Return of the Living Dead, Killer Clouds, Buckaroo Banzai. All the stuff that I was exposed to like within a year of its theatrical release is because of him. Because he liked all that stuff. And I don't know if he cared or knew that I was watching it because I was I was thirteen, fourteen, so that was that was yeah. a, an okay age for that. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Otherwise, you're just like looking through the channels trying to get that 
that snowy bit of porn. Right, that scrambled purple green porn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That she doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> Thing is though, it was probably some dude's elbow. But that was nice. That was nice. And anybody can send an uh, an MP3 to the show at our serious podcast dot at gmail dot com. The fuck. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Whenever, anytime I hear anybody talking with uh, Australian accents, I kind of just picture like, like, like sitting on the ocean in a boat. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I don't know why like, either. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just oh, it's just a weird thing. Me, I'm so tired. I'm sort of losing it. I've been up since. No, actually, I slept in today. I slept Did you? You slept at what, 7? 7, yeah. Wow, seven, I thought that uh, would be six, too late. 6.30, actually. I've been up for like 21 hours now. Yeah. Time for this? Yeah. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. Oh, no. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse, he'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. People yakety-yak the street and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his horrifying. voice, his horse, you Never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I was trying to make the horse have a baby. I was thinking it would have a horseman baby. I ain't gonna lie, I blew a nut in the horse. Oh, man. I gotta start having you read some of these articles. Last Rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And welcome to another action-packed segment of Last Rites with bestiality action. Breaking into a barn and administering oral sex to a mare. Oh, jeez. It looks like a little explosion. Holy <laughs> fucking crap. That's just disgusting. Barns are so dirty and drafty, Chris. Yeah. Not to mention the human mouth is not really all that big, so I'm not sure how you... Well, you know... That is not an easy task, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't worry. I'll just take your word on it before you try to pony up any more info. Oh, yeah. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's get back in the saddle and pull in the reins a bit on this segment, shall we? Oh, I've decided to bust out an old-school segment to play for you guys, something you haven't heard for 66 episodes on episode 169. <laughs> but I thought it warranted another listen. Is that going to be a problem? I don't have a problem with it. Do you have a problem with it? Like at all? No, I don't I don't really care. It doesn't seem like it's going to affect me. Excellent. <laughs> Here we go. You know what juggalos are, right? Um, I've heard the the thing. You mean this thing? What is a juggalo? He ain't a bitch boy. He walks through the hills and beats out a rich boy. Walks right in the house where you have a supper. And dip his nuts in your soup. 
Most crimes committed by juggalos are sporadic, disorganized, individualistic, and often involve simple assault, personal drug use and possession, petty theft, and vandalism. Many are college students, <laughs> college graduates, and some with very high degrees in many different fields. What is a juggalo? He's a graduate. He graduated from... Well, at least he got a job. He's not a dumb punch. He works for himself, scratching his nuts. <laughs> Juggalos, quote, are rapidly expanding into many U.S. communities and... Engaging criminal activity and violence. What is a juggalo? A hulkamaniac. He power bombs motherfuckers in the thumbtacks. People like him till they find out he's unstable. He sabooed your mama through a coffee table. It's a juggalo. It wasn't a college student, graduate, or anyone no. with a high degree that wrote this book. <laughs> Bunch of fucking retards running around being assholes. That's what it is. If you have a problem with juggalos, you can stay home sitting on your dumb bitch ass. <laughs> oh, even the song makes fun. Hey there, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. And first things first, last Monday, November 7th, was my birthday. I'm really only mentioning this for any listeners that don't already know, because, for one, I know Chris already heard on Outside the Cinema on Monday. Also, I know Frank already heard because I got two birthday gifts from him in the mail. If Frank sounds confused, it's probably because he was expecting the gifts to show up much later in the week, but I got them already. First, I'd like to thank you for the one-year subscription to Brand Muffin Quarterly Magazine, Frank. I like to read it on the toilet. Makes sense to me. Second, I'd like to thank you for the industrial-sized can of soup, but I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Is it part of a bit you guys want me to do for the show or something? I don't know. Didn't, wasn't it, didn't, wasn't it, didn't we do some bit about jacking off in the soup? I don't really want to jack off in the soup, Frank. <laughs> jack off in your soup. I don't care. Obviously, you don't care. Frank, but I care. And I'm sure the Are You Serious listeners care too. If what they need, okay, mm. is like jerking off over a can of soup in the morning, and they need to do that to get through the day, mm. all right? You know what? Rock the fuck on. Sure. Okay? Frank, you're the only one that thinks people need that. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for the gifts, Frank. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Scott. You know, as cool as they were, they don't even compare to what you got Chris for his last birthday. This big dildo. I mean, it's like you can read Chris's mind, getting him the exact dildo he always wanted. Well, that thing, the one we have, it's so long. There's no way to, to describe the size of the dildo. And Chris, it's so nice that you want Frank to share that dildo with you and enjoy it together. Oh, shit. We better get on up. top of that I shit. We really do have to get on top of that shit. Huh. You know, from the sounds of it, a dildo that long seems like it would be uncomfortable to get on top of. That's the motherfucker dance. Yeah, something like that. It was kind of sweet you guys named it Mullet. It's all business in front. <laughs> Party down the back. You better not be talking about soup this time. I was referring to anal sex. Yeah, I know. You know, you can do whatever you want. I'd just stop putting that thing in your mouth, guys. <laughs> just for the taste of it. Oh. Okay. Uh, on that note, I think we should... Guess what I just leaked to the news about you atheist douchebags? This phone conversation between Frank and a foreign campaign contributor. 
You get my millions of dollars of dirty blood money for campaign? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I can't take your money. I can't take your money. No, no. You must take dirty, filthy money. Okay, um... Put the swimming pool over there. Yeah. I can't. I can't take your money. I can't yeah. really tell the hookers that um, <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. I have to take my Viagra that, for some reason, gets subsidized by my health care. <laughs> Wrap this up, guys. And I hope you have a great anniversary tomorrow, Chris. You should be fine as long as you don't let Ellen listen to this. Peace and love, guys. But uh, look at this package. Notice anything different about it? Shave it up and your dick will look bigger. You know, I should have thought of that years ago. <laughs> Thank you and may God bless. Oh, indeed. Well, that's it for this week, you guys. But tune in next week when the discussion turns to rectal exams. That's pretty deep. Chris discusses parenting tips on communicating with your child. What the fuck, kid? And Chris finally gives me a response to my apology for all the horrible things I've said to him on my segment. Guess what? You don't fucking get it. You don't get to sleep with a clear conscience because you all of a sudden decided to stop being a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, peace and love, guys. Sorry we're late. I had to do a thing. Don't call her a thing. You want to really do it? I'll give you my fucking address. <laughs> she <laughs> likes it, though. Go to hell! <laughs> I love giant horse cock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn, that got angry at the end. Wow. That's what she said. Jeez. You know, I didn't even take my name tag off the whole time since I've been home. I know. That's all right. I know who you are anyway. Good. Good. All right. I think it's time to end the show. It is. How did I just crash? I'm looking tired. Yeah. I'm probably going to sleep till noon tomorrow. Oh, God. I haven't slept till noon. I have to get fucking double pneumonia before I get a chance to sleep. <laughs> oh, man. Well, real quick, it's iuseriouspodcast at gmail.com. There's an Outside the Cinema Kickstarter. Please help us out so we can do a great show. And uh, I'll try and post earlier when the next show is going to be. Teddy's really, really late show. We should be back recording uh, Thursday next week, folks. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, we were a little early on uh, this one. Let's say bam. Bam. Wow. Ah,
Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Ranking Member. It's good to be here. Uh, and thank you all for appearing. I've sat where you sat. It's harder than it looks, so uh, I appreciate your being here. I want to ask a question about supervising big banks when they break the law, uh, including the mortgage foreclosures, but others as well. You know, we all understand why settlements are important, that trials are expensive and we can't dedicate huge resources to them. But we also understand that if a party is unwilling to go to trial, either because they're too timid or because they lack resources, that the consequence is they have a lot less leverage in all the settlements that occur. Now, I know there have been some landmark settlements, but we face some very special issues with big financial institutions. If they can break the law and drag in billions in profits and then turn around and settle paying out of those profits, they don't have much incentive to follow the law. It's also the case that every time there's a settlement and not a trial, it means that we didn't have those days and days and days of testimony about what those financial institutions had been up to. So the question I really want to ask is about how tough you are, about how much leverage you really have in these settlements. And what I'd like to know is tell me a little bit about the last few times you've taken the biggest financial institutions on Wall Street all the way to a trial. Anybody? Um, Chairman I'd Curry? Like to uh, offer my, my perspective sure. as a, a bank supervisor. Um, uh, we primarily view the, uh, the tools that we have as uh, mechanisms for uh, correcting deficiencies. Uh, so in, uh, the primary motive for our enforcement actions is really to identify the problem and then demand uh, uh, a, a solution to it on an ongoing basis. That's right. And then you set a price for that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to move this along. It's effectively a settlement. And what I'm asking is, when did you last take, and I know you haven't been there forever, so I'm really asking about the OCC, a large financial institution, we, a Wall Street bank, well, to trial. Uh, the institutions I supervise, national banks and federal thrifts, we've actually had a, a fairly a fair number of uh, consent orders. Uh, we do not no. have to bring uh, people to uh, in a, a, a trial or an Well, I appreciate that you say you don't have to bring them to trial. My question is, when did you bring them to trial? Uh, we have not had to do it as a practical matter to achieve our supervisory goals. Ms. Walter? Thank you, Senator. Um, um, as you know, among our remedies are penalties, but the penalties we can get are limited, and we actually have asked for additional authority, my predecessor did, uh, to raise penalties. What we, when we look at these issues, and uh, we truly believe that we have a very vigorous enforcement program, um, we look at the distinction between what we could get if we go to trial and what we could get if I, we don't. I appreciate that. That's, that's what everybody does. And so the question I'm really asking is, can you identify when you last took the Wall Street banks to trial? Um, I will have to get back to you with the specific information, but we do litigate, um, and we do have settlements that are that are either rejected by the commission or not put forward for Okay, approval. we've got multiple people here. Anyone else want to tell me about the last time you took a Wall Street bank to trial? You know, I, I just want to note on this, 
There are district attorneys and U.S. attorneys who are out there every day squeezing ordinary citizens on sometimes very thin grounds and taking them to trial in order to make an example, as they put it. I'm really concerned that too big to fail has become too big for trial. That just seems wrong to me. If if I can, I'll go quickly, Mr. Uh, Chairman Johnson. I have one more question I'd like to ask. And that's a question about why the large banks are trading at below book value. We all understand that book value, you know, it's just what the assets are listed for, what the liabilities are, and that most big uh, corporations trade well above book value. But many of the Wall Street banks right now are trading below book value, and I can only think of two reasons why that would be so. One would be because nobody believes that the bank's books are honest, or the second would be that nobody believes that the banks are really manageable. That is, that they are too complex either for the own, their own institutions to manage them or for the regulators to manage them. And so the question I have is what reassurance can you give that these large Wall Street banks that are trading for below book value, in fact, are adequately transparent and adequately managed? Um, Governor Tarullo or Ms. Miller? So, there, so there's there's certainly another reason we might add to your list, Senator Warren, which is um, investors' skepticism as to whether a firm is going to make a return on equity that is in excess of what the investor regards as the the value of the individual parts. Uh, and so, I think what what you would hear analysts say is that in the wake of the crisis, there have been uh, issues on just that point. Um, surrounding first uh, what the regulatory environment is going to be, how much capital is going to be required, what activities are going to be restricted, what aren't going to be restricted. Two, for some time there have been questions about uh, the the, um, franchise value of some of these institutions. You know, the the crisis showed that some of the so-called synergies were not very synergistic at all, and in fact there really wasn't. Uh, the potential, at least on a sustainable basis, to uh, to make a lot of money. I, I think what, though, and, and part of it, I think, is probably just the un, the economic, the, the environment of economic uncertainty. Um, I think that in some cases you've, you've seen some um, effort to get rid of large amounts of assets at some of the large institutions. It is indirectly in response to just this point. Some of them, I think, have concluded uh, um, that they are not in a position to have a viable, manageable, profitable franchise if they've got all of the entities that they had before. And so a couple of them, as I say, have actually reduced or are in the process of reducing their balance sheets. The other thing I I would note is you're absolutely right about 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 the difference there. The difference, actually, is the economy has been improving and some of the, some of the um, uh, firms have built up their capital. You've seen that difference actually narrowing in, in a number of cases as uh, they seem to have a better position in the view of the market from which to proceed in a, in a more feasible fashion. Good. Well, I, I appreciate it, and I yeah. apologize for going over, Mr. Senator Hagan. Thank you. That's all you get, jerks!